Praise the Lord. The Lord is good. And all the time. So we are grateful tonight. We are happy that the Lord is good to us all the time. And that all the time, the Lord is good. Praise the Lord. I want each one of us just to close our eyes and begin to reflect over our lives. How that the Lord has been good to you and to me. How much he has blessed you. How much he has been gracious to you up until this moment. I want you to send your mind back as far as you can remember what God has been to you. There was a time when I was still young, very, very, very young. I was very sickly. I would watch my siblings go to school and I would be seated at the door. For close to once, one week, I wasn't attending school, and it was a very scary moment. But after some time, there was prayer, and I recovered. Praise the Lord. There was a time I was, we sneaked into a pond of water, and there was a boat there. But we didn't know the risk of being on a boat that was leaking. So the water started coming in and all the boys who are older than me started jumping out of the boat. And you know, as you jump, the reaction pushes the boat further deep. Suddenly, I started crying. I was about to jump into the water and yet I was deeper in the water than we were before. My brother shouted, don't jump. And I sat there, I don't know how the calmness came in. I was still very young, but I can remember. Suddenly, a wind started blowing, and the boat started moving towards the shore. Today, I reflect back, and I know it was the grace of God. I don't know what you can think about in your life, but God has been so good. Maybe you have forgotten, but I want to give you an opportunity to think. Think and realize that God is good. He has been gracious and merciful to you and to me. His mercies have always abounded in your life. Maybe you did not realize then, but now you have known, you have tested the Lord and you have known how good he is. Oh, test and see that the Lord is good. You have tested. Now you can see how wonderful he was. While you knew not the Lord, while you were still a sinner, he even thought to die for you. You didn't know him, but he laid down his life because of Kenneth, who had not yet been born. God is good. Father, we thank you tonight. Father, we are grateful to you. We thank you for the years you have kept us alive, O oh Lord. We passed through difficult moments we didn't know that your hand was always there. You had commissioned your angels to look after our lives. 
Father, we did not realize. But now we have an opportunity to look back and see that the mercies of God were abandoned in our lives. Father, we are grateful. Many of us, O oh Lord, never ever dreamed to complete their school. But O oh, Thou mighty God, You are gracious, You provided. Today men have completed their schooling. And on top of it, Lord, You have crowned them with an opportunity to meet the needs of their family. Father, we are grateful. Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you. Jehovah, that those who never dreamed they would ever set their foot out of their country, it was the remotest thought in their mind ever. Father, today we are in this land because of your grace. Not because we are the best, but because of your grace and love. Father, we say thank you. Daddy, we say thank you. Father, we say thank you. That those of us who never thought they would raise a family to where it is, it was the remotest thought in their mind. But God, you blessed us with our spouses. They love us. We love them. You blessed us with children. We are grateful. Daddy, we say thank you. We say thank you. Thank you, our Father. Thank you for your grace. What a mighty God we serve. What a gracious God we serve. Father, we shall not forget your mercies. Lord, we did not know anything about salvation. All we did was to report to the church. And we knew it was a good manners to be there. Father, by your grace, you revealed the mystery of salvation into our lives, Lord. Many are our friends we walked with. They never got to understand what salvation means. Today, we are now sons of the Most High God. By the grace that you have shown to us, O oh Lord. Father, we who did not have a God, we do not deserve to be sons of the Most High. But thou hast had mercy upon our lives by the blood of your son, Jesus Christ, Lord. Today we have been washed. We have been renewed. We are now sons of the most high God. We can call unto you, Abba, Father. Thank you, Daddy. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your presence in our lives. Thank you, Jehovah God, for your grace. Thank you, everlasting God. Fathers, we stand before you tonight. Each one of us is saying, thank you, Daddy. We are saying, thank you, Jesus. 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 We are saying, thank you, Daddy. We are saying, thank you, Jehovah. We are saying, thank you, Jehovah. 
we are saying thank you, Elohim. We are saying thank you, Sitkenu. We are saying thank you, Shalom. We are saying thank you, Shama. We are saying thank you, Elohim. We are saying thank you, Sitkenu, because you have been gracious in our lives, O oh Lord. Father, we are grateful. We are saying thank you, Jesus. Thank you, my Lord. We are saying thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We are saying thank you, Jesus. Thank you, my Lord. We are saying thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We are saying thank you, Jesus. Thank you, my Lord. We are saying thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We are saying thank you, Jesus. Thank you, my Lord. We are saying thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Father, we thank you. We bless you. We worship your name. Indeed, you are our Father and you are our God. What a mighty God we serve. What a gracious God we serve. We say thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, we have given thanks. May we sit. Sometimes when I'm just alone, God has been so gracious to me. My mind usually flashes through my, my past life. And many times I see the wonderful grace of God. How he has been with me all through. How he has watched over my life. And it really puzzles me. Sometimes I ask myself, what manner of God is this? That he has got mercy upon a person whom who did not have any understanding of who he is. And I see that it is just by his mighty love. Praise the Lord. I want us to turn our Bibles briefly, just to share briefly over a few things. I've got servants of God who are going to lead us through some prayer items tonight. And before they start leading us through the various items that God has laid upon their hearts, I want us just to share two scriptures that are very, you are very familiar with them. First Samuel chapter 30. First Samuel chapter 30. Three days later, when David and his men arrived home at their town of Ziklag, they found that the Amalekites had made a raid into Negev and Ziklag. They had crushed Ziklag, burned it to the ground. They had carried off the women and children and everyone else, but without killing anyone. When David and his men saw the ruins, and realized what had happened to their families, they wept until they could not, they could weep no more. I want you to take note of that, verse 4. 
they wept until they could weep no more. David's two wives, Ahinoam from Jezreel and Abigail, the widow of Nabal from Carmel, were among those captured. David was now in great danger because all his men were bitter about losing their sons and daughters. And they began to talk of stoning him. I want us to read that last part together. But David found strength in the Lord his God. But David found strength in the Lord his God. Then he said to Abiathar the priest, Bring me the ephod. So Abiathar brought it. Then David asked the Lord, Should I chase after this band of raiders? Will I catch them? Then the Lord told him, Yes, go after them. You will surely recover everything that was taken from you. Praise the Lord. Now, for those of us who have taken long before reflecting over this verse, you remember David had fled away from Saul and he had handed himself to the Philistine king. And then he had asked the Philistine king to give him a city where he would dwell with his people. And the city that was given to him was Ziglak. So when they are crying over Ziglak, it's not just because something wrong has happened. Actually, it was assigned to them. And so they had settled there. One thing I want us just to encourage ourselves with tonight before we start the series of prayers is to realize that there are many things that the enemy has tried to steal from you and me. Lots of things that the devil has tried to deny you in your life for one reason or another. David is not in this situation because he loved it, but because the enemy was trying to block him from what God had planned, purposed over his life. He had been anointed to be the king of Israel. Saul was, had chased him away so that he was very far from that throne, physically. Here again, the devil did not spare him. He had tried to settle down, and again, we see the enemy come over and sweep everything from him so that he has nothing at all to motivate him to continue looking forward to ascending the throne of Israel. That may be the case with most of us today. We sit down as we begin to reflect over our lives and all we see is what the devil is doing in our lives, destroying us left, right, and in all manner of ways, trying to cause discouragement in our, in our lives. And when we look for another place just to sit and settle, we think now, at least I'll have some peace of mind. Again there, the devil follows you to see that you are not settled at all. 
I want to thank God because of what happened. David did not pretend that nothing was happening. He was a man like you and me. The Bible says, him along with all the other men in his company, they started weeping because of what was happening. Maybe that's the cry that is going on in your life. Those are the kind of tears that you are shedding in your house. Those are the kind of tears you are shedding wherever you walk. People see you smile on the outside. But deep within, there is a stream of tears flowing. And you are wondering, oh God, why is this happening in my life? How come when I think I'm just having some little rest, then again disaster falls on me? There will be an end to your tears. The Lord will bring an end to your tears. The Bible says, when David could weep no more, when David could weep no more, he remembered something. There was a servant of God somewhere in their midst. And he sought, he sought to talk to God. Maybe that's the reason why you are here tonight. You are seeking just to speak to God something. God may speak to you at the beginning of the prayer session. He may speak to you in the middle of the prayer sessions. He may speak to you after. But one thing is definite. If your spirit is troubled as a child of God, hear me, not your mind. When the spirit of a child of God is troubled, it stirs up. It has got a way of making the heavens understand there's something not right somewhere. And so when you begin to seek God from deep within you and your heart is troubled, God will hear you cry. Praise the Lord. I want you to focus your mind unto God tonight. And to realize that God is about to do something for you. Don't say for the church. For you. Praise the Lord. Something unique for you in your life. And if you keep your eyes focused on to him, God will definitely do something in your life. But Myers at the roadside. Men tried to shut him down. But he had his focus on to Jesus the son of David, as he called him. Praise the Lord. He could not be kept quiet. He kept shouting, have mercy on me. Maybe not many people were hearing him because of the noise around. Maybe you don't have to raise your voice, but God will hear your cry from deep within. Jesus did not pass by. He turned and heard that man. Praise the Lord. Your day will be today and God will hear you. If you read that story further, you'll realize that as you continue, these people went and recovered all. Say all. All. They recovered it and brought it back. Praise the Lord. 
their wives, their children were brought back. Your children will be brought back. That which you have lost will be brought back. That which you are crying over will be restored. Because our God cannot allow you to continue crying before his throne. He wants you to celebrate. He wants you to be cheerful. He wants you to bring praises to him. No tears. So he will definitely answer your prayer. One secret that you must learn is that you must learn to start celebrating before you see it. And faith is the hope for those things that are not. Speaking of them as though they are. Faith is a hope for those things that are not. Speaking of them as though they are. The fact that you are feeling pain does not mean that that eliminates your healing. Healing is still coming. It's still your portion. It's still the bread of the children of the kingdom. It will come. Praise the Lord. The fact that circumstances around you are speaking otherwise does not mean God is unable. It only prepares your mind to receive what God has prepared for you. Praise the Lord. I want us to turn to the book of John, chapter 5. Gospel of John, chapter 5. Afterward, Jesus returned to Jerusalem for one of the Jewish holidays. Inside the city, near the sheep gate, was the pool of Bethsaida. With five covered porches, crowds of sick people, blind, lame, paralyzed, lay on the porches. One of them, lying there, had been sick for 38 years. Some of you are not yet even 30. And you're crying over your problem. Somebody was sick for 38 years. Waiting for a miracle to happen in his life. Two years is enough for some of us to give up. Even two years is long. Some people, two weeks, this thing is not working. Plan B. Those plan Bs usually land us in a very bad place. That's why they are B, bad. When Jesus saw him and knew he had been ill for a long time, he asked him, would you like to get well? The same question is being posed to you and me. Would you like to get well? Would you like your situation to be changed? Would you like something different to happen in your life tonight? That's what Jesus is asking. The problem with the man is, he said, I can't, sir, 
the sick man said, For I have no one to put me into the pool when the water bubbles up. Someone else always gets there ahead of me. Jesus asked him a very simple question. Do you want to get well? It was yes or no. Whether he was going to get well now or not is a different thing. The fact that he was at that pool meant that he had been a, a candidate, a very strong candidate for 38 years. He had been campaigning to get well. Now he says, when he's being asked, do you want to get well? He says, I can't. The problem is here in your mind. You've already spoken to yourself, this is impossible. It doesn't matter how long you stay praying unless you change your attitude and see God as the solution to your problem. That problem will remain. But tonight, you are encouraged to lay aside all your desire, all your thoughts and tell God, I want to get well. I will that I be well. Don't limit yourself to patterns. This man had a pattern in his mind. I must do A, B, C, D for me to get well. God does not have a formula. Let me put it properly. God has got multiple formulas. Praise the Lord. I think let, that, that one sounds better. God has got multiple formulas. If you wait for God to deal with you the way he dealt with me, you'll miss it. Be open before him. Just allow him to work his own way. Because he has got a special way he wants to minister to you. 38 years is a long time. One day is a long time for some people. In some cases it's too long. Because sometimes you need instant healing. If you miss it at that time, it may mean death. Going to the other world. Praise the Lord. So your situation may be unique to you in, your, in a different way. We don't want you to limit yourself. I want us to stand up. want us to take just two, five minutes and tell God, God, here I am. I am laying everything down that you may come and minister to me tonight. Use your servants to speak to me. Let your spirit quicken a word in my spirit, something that is going to spark me to get in touch with you to share into these wonderful blessings that you have for us. The Bible says he has wonderful blessings for us in the heavenly places set aside for his children. I want to be part, a partaker of these blessings. Father, we thank you tonight. Everlasting God, we glorify your name. Thank you for the brethren that are in this place tonight. Father, I pray that as as you speak through your servants to these people, as you speak to us through your servants, through prayer items, God, you shall manifest your power and your presence in our midst, God. Nobody is going to leave this place the same way they came, oh God. 
but men are going to experience a new touch from you, King of glory. There shall be a unique visitation upon our lives, O God. Father, shortcomings are going to be swept aside, and we shall look unto you as the author and finisher of our salvation, God. Father, visit our hearts tonight. Sweep over our inner being, O King of glory. Speak to us deep within, King of glory, tonight. Let your word come forth in a powerful way. Let your word come forth in a powerful way, O King of glory. Speak to our needs, King of glory. They that wait upon thee tonight, expecting to receive King of glory, I pray your visitation will be real tonight. Your visitation will be real in their lives, Lord. They will not live here hungry again. Father, we thank you and we bless you. In Jesus' name, we are praying. Amen. Brother Deji. Praise the Lord. Praise the Almighty God. Praise the King of Kings. Praise our Lord Jesus Christ. Praise the Father of glory. Praise your Father, our Lord God Almighty, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, Jehovah El Shaddai, Jehovah Elohim, Elion, the King of Kings, the Prince of Peace, Jehovah Shalom, Jehovah Elohim, Elion, El Adonai. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Can you just turn to the person next to say, thank you for coming. Talk to at least two people you did not come with today and say, thank you for coming. Thank you for coming. Thank you for coming. Thank you for coming. Thank you for coming with God today. Thank you for coming today. Thank you for being an opportunity for my prayers to be answered. Thank you for bringing your praise even into the temple, even into the mists. Praise the Lord. So who is ready for today's spiritual exercise? Let me just see your hand wave. Okay. Who has the legs to stand? Everybody has the legs? Who has the voice to shout? Can I hear the shout for praise? Can I hear the shout and praise to the Lord? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the King of Kings. Praise Jehovah El Shaddai. Praise my Lord God Almighty. He is worthy of all our praise. He is worthy of all our kings. He is worthy is our king. Now, you know, um, about I think it was about two weekends ago, we had the the men's uh, early will I sick day, and Pastor Leslie told us that after a certain age, you have to be careful about the exercises you take. And those exercises, like stretching, you shouldn't stretch too much after a certain age because you don't know what can happen. 
But you know one exercise you can take that no matter how you take it, no matter how old you are, no matter how young you are, that exercise, nothing can happen to you. Only good will happen to you. Which exercise is that? Praying. As you pray in the spirit, as you praise God, nothing but good shall come to you. Now, there are some of us that if you, if you jump too much, <laughs> something else might shake oh. But, you know, there is nothing but good that can come to you. The more you pray, the more you praise, the more you worship, the more you grow in Christ. Praise the Lord for his love. So, there are some principles we all know. So I'm going to remind us of those principles. Those principles, if you don't know them, it is good that I say them. If you know them, it's a reminder. And for me, there have been game-changing principles. You know, there are two things that you all would know one way or the other. There's something called Rema. And there's something called Logos. Rema is the spoken word of God. For example, Jesus told Peter, come. And Peter walked on water. Now, if you see water, like in the ocean, and you now say because Peter walked on water, you too walk on water. I'm sorry, if you do not to swim, you'll be in trouble. Because that word was spoken specifically to Peter to walk on water. Now, there are the Ten Commandments. There is Psalm 1. There is Psalm 91. If you read through those words, you see promises that avail for each and every one of us. You can claim them for yourself. Those promises are called logos. When you are in a circumstance that is coming against you, what do you do? You claim those promises for yourself. That is logos. So, but sometimes God will use that logos to address and it will become a rema for you. You understand what I'm saying? Now, if you have never read the word of God, it is more likely that Rema will come to you. Imagine you are someone who was a Buddhist. You've never, you've never heard about Christianity and somebody just preached the word and you received the word and then you became a Christian. God will speak primarily to you first with a Rema. But the more you grow in the word, in knowledge, you begin to receive logos that will begin to change your life. Now, let us open to a logos that will change our lives. Can you just open to Isaiah 60? Isaiah 60 says, Arise, shine, for thy light is come, and the glory of God, of the Lord, is risen upon thee. This verse 
was written for the Israelites. But I would like to say today, God has sent this word through me to you. God has sent this word through me to you. How many people are receiving this word? How many people are receiving this word? Arise and shine. For the, Lord, for the light is come and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. If you see, you see several times in the word of God, the word arise, arise, arise. It sometimes means you should physically get up. It sometimes also means that you should start. It sometimes also means that you should receive. It sometimes also means that you should stand. It sometimes, more often than not, means that just open your eyes. This is yours. There are some of us here who are going through circumstances that are challenging us. And the word of the Lord is now, it's time for you to shine. In that darkness, it's time for you to shine. The glory of God has come upon you and you shall shine. In that dark situation, you shall shine. Now, can we begin to pray without word and say, Father, I'm arisen. I'm shining in your light. I'm shining in your glory. Father, Lord, I receive of your glory. I therefore I shine. Therefore, everything that concerns me shall shine. Every situation that concerns me shall shine. I shine with your light. I shine in your glory. In Jesus' name we pray. It says, for as many as led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. For as many as led, for as many as led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. You know, there are many laws that you would see and principles. We don't have, I don't have enough time today to, to bring out some of those principles. But there are many laws and principles. And when you know a particular principle, like for example, the principle of sowing and reaping, what you speak 
you will reap. If you are speaking life into every circumstance, you will reap of that life. If you are speaking death into it, you will reap death. If you are speaking hope, you will receive hope. Now, in a certain situation, you might need to speak. In a certain situation, you might need to stand. In a certain situation, you might just need to meditate upon the word. But you see, the law to apply for every situation is dependent on the Spirit of God leading you to know the law to apply. Like the pastor just said, there are many laws. God is not a God of formula. Because you cannot know all the formulas, you need to walk with the Spirit of God to know how to speak, when to speak, how to speak, and what to speak. I'll give you an example. Yesterday, or was it the day before yesterday now, in the middle of the night, my son woke up and came to me, and he was shaking. He was shaking. So, and sometimes he likes playing like that, you know, shaking. It's a game for him. So I covered him. After about 30 minutes, he was still shaking. I said, what is wrong with this boy? You know, so I went downstairs and I went to tell my wife that this is what's happening. As you husbands know, anytime there's any problem with the child, you call the wife. So I did. I said, well, he was, yeah, he said he was, he was feeling cold and she gave him something hot to drink. But he was still shaking. So I said, pray for him. I said, pray for him. And he was still shaking. So I was wondering. After a while, he got up and he was throwing up. So what is this? And I said, praying in tongues. I said, praying in tongues. And he was still shaking. So I stood back. Like every person that has prayed in tongues and is almost biting his tongue, you will stand back after a while. So I said, God, what should I do now? The Spirit of God ministered to me that just begin to sing. And I started singing. I started singing. Before I finished the second verse of the song, he was asleep. And he was well. Praise the Lord. You see, the Spirit of God will minister to you what you should do. If you need to begin to pray in tongues, if you begin to, be, you need to just speak the scripture, if you need to do something, he will tell you what to do, how to do, when to do. You need to have and be led of the Spirit of God. So we're not going to pray. You're going to say, the Spirit of the Most High God that resides in me, minister unto me. Help me to listen, to follow you, to be attentive, to be submissive to your word, to your leading. Help me to listen. Pray your words. Pray your words. Pray your words. Kashaka sanda ro kabaka sanda rikaba. Hakibaranda ro kabaka sanda rikaba kaba. Abaka sanda ro kibaka sanda rikaba raba. Abaka sanda ro kabaka sanda rikaba rakaba. Abaka sanda ro kabaka sanda rikaba raba. Oboko sanda rikabaka sanda rikaba kaba. Oboko shanda roka bakasanda rikabakaba. Hebeke sanda roka bakasanda rikabakaba. Abaka shanda raki bakasanda rikabakaba. Abaka sanda roki barakabakasanda rikabakaba. 
Roboko shanda rika bakasanda rika bakasanda shakasanda roka bakasinda rika bakasanda rika baraba sika bakasanda rika ba sokoboko shanda rika bakasanda rika kakakakakaka oboko sanda rika bakasanda rika bakashanda sokoboko shanda rika bakasanda rika bakasanda rika ba oboko shanda rika bakashanda rika ba in Jesus name we pray. In Jesus' name we pray. Matthew 13. Verse 12. For whosoever hath to him shall be given, and he shall have more abundance, but whosoever hath not, from him shall be taken away even that he hath. Now, this is talking about the, um, the parable of the sower and the seed was sown. But if you read this thing carefully, you wonder why did Jesus say this? Why did Jesus say this? But as you read, the, as you read this thing, it basically talks about something. Our heart is a ground that needs the seed, which is the word of God. If you receive that seed in your heart and you hold it, this verse 12 is yours. This verse 12, you will begin to produce in abundance. You will begin to produce in abundance. You will begin to produce in abundance. But you see, right? What always happens is that the devil comes to steal the word from your heart. So you have to fight what is called the good fight of faith. When you receive a word, what do you do? You meditate on that word day in, day out. How do you meditate? You mutter it, you say it, you go over it over and over until it is yours. It is inside of you. It is something that if somebody shakes you and punches you, what comes out? It is that word. You need, you and I need to speak, to grow, and to hold on tenaciously onto the word. Because verse 12 says, just listen very carefully again, for those of you that have not read it. For whosoever hath to him shall be given, and he shall have more abundance but whosoever hath not from him shall be taken away, even that he hath. You see, we need to hold on to the word of God. His promises. Because that is a good fight of faith. What has he told you that is yours? You hold on to it. What has he said concerning you? You hold on to it. What has he spoken to your life? You hold on to it. That is a good fight of faith. That is a good fight of faith. But you see, the enemy will always come to take away what you have. And how does it come? He comes with worries. Do you know who, who ends up in hell? He says the fearful. The fearful. Go and read Revelation 20. He says the fearful. The fearful will end up in hell. So when God gives you a word, take it without fear. Take it with faith. Receive it and begin to speak it. That is a remnant that comes into your head. 
When God tells you something, receive it. When you read a word in the, in the Bible and it jumps out at you, the word will sometimes jump out at you. You know this is God talking to you and it is for you. Don't be shaken by circumstances. Don't be shaken by pleasures of the life. You know what? In that parable, if you, if you, if you remember, it says the case of this life will choke the word. Afflictions shall come to steal the word. So it means that when you have an affliction, the affliction is not necessarily, <laughs> the affliction is not necessarily to just hurt you. It's to steal the word from you. Because when you have the word, you cannot be hurt. That circumstance cannot be permanent when you have the word in you. That sickness cannot be permanent when you have the word in you. That job situation cannot be permanent when you have the word in you. That challenge cannot be permanent when you have the word in you. Do you understand me? What the enemy wants you to do is to give up on that word. And once you give up on that word, then you are finished. But praise be to the Lord. Praise be to the Lord. Praise be to the Lord. We're not going to pray and say, Father, your word that you have given me, I will not relent. I will not let it go. I will hold on to it tenaciously. That word shall not leave me. That word shall not leave me. That word shall not leave me. I will hold on to it. I will fight the good fight of faith. I will fight the good fight of faith. I will not leave that word. I will not leave that word. In the name of Jesus. Kashanda ro kabakashanda ro kabakasanda. In Jesus' name we pray. Can we just hold, um, open to Isaiah 45? Isaiah 45, verse 11. It says, Thus said the Lord, the Holy One of Israel, and his, mark, and his maker, ask me of things to come concerning my sons, and, com and concerning the works of my hand, command ye me. Concerning the works of my hand, command ye me. Now, can you command God? Of course not. But what you have to understand is telling you that if he has given you a promise, you can speak that promise as a command and God will make sure that promise comes to pass. You have an authority. You have an ability. You have a right. You have the place to speak the word. And that word must come to pass. As long as the word comes from God. You and I are children of the most high God. We are led of the spirit of God. As we speak in agreement now. Concerning any situation. That situation must yield. That situation must yield. So you are not going to put up your, you put your hand on your head. Put your hand on your head. And now begin to speak the word concerning your own life. 
Begin to speak the word concerning your own life. It is well with my life. I am the head and not the tail. I am above and not beneath. I am beyond and not behind. This head, you will only see good things. You will only experience grace. You will experience love. You will experience power. You will experience healing. You will experience breakthroughs. My head, you will experience good sight. You will experience brilliance. You will experience goodness. Your memory shall be perfect. My memory shall be perfect. Perfect recall. Perfect mind. Power. Love. Breakthroughs is mine. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, I declare in agreement with my brethren, it is well with each and every one of us. It is well with each and every one of us. It is well with us. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name we pray. Do you feel better already? Do you feel better already? Now begin to give the Lord a round of applause. We will say one last prayer before I hand over to Brother Johnson. Can we just open to Proverbs 18? I'm sure a lot of you will know Proverbs 18, 21. Are you there? Proverbs 18, verse 21. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. What are you speaking into your own life or into the life of your children, into the life, into your circumstances, into the situation? Are you commanding situations and circumstances? Are you speaking the right words? Every time you see a problem, do you say, oh, every time you see a problem, do you shout or do you say, thank you, Lord Jesus, for the breakthroughs? What comes out of you when you see a problem? What do you say when you see a challenge? What do you say when you see good things? Do you speak life? Do you speak life? You are not going to speak life to yourself. You are going to speak life to your family, to everyone around you, to your circumstances. When somebody annoys you, your wife annoys you, or your husband annoys you, say, this foolish guy, this foolish woman, this foolish child, do you speak life into them? Do you speak life into your, to your boss, to your workplace, to your country? Do you speak life? Or you say this useless country? Speak life. Now, in the name of Jesus, begin to speak life to everyone you know, to every circumstance you've been in, to every situation you, that's coming against you. Begin to speak life and declare, it is well with me. It is well with my children. It is well with my parents. It is well with my wife. It is well with my job. It is well with me. It is well with me. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, I declare by reason of the authority that is in the name of Jesus, I will prosper. My children shall prosper. My parents shall prosper. My siblings shall prosper. My works shall prosper. The works of my hands shall prosper. Everyone on about me shall prosper. I am the head and not the tail. I am above and not beneath. I shall not walk and labor in vain. Rather, I shall build and I live in it. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, creator of the universe, we want to thank you 
this very hour for the opportunity you have given us to be in your presence that you will declare your glory amongst us. At this time, Father, we commit this particular face into your hand. We as your church, as your people, bind and cast away every destiny destroyer in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, take your, take your place, take control of every situation in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. You may be seated briefly. Recently, I decided to study the signs of a dying tree. And I discovered five things. Number one, every dying tree will experience what you call a bent structure. And the bent structure will indicate that the root is no longer strong. And that's why the tree begins to bend and begins to fall. Number two, you will observe cracks. Cracks on the tree which is beginning to die. Number three, decay. You might begin to see fungi or mushrooms on the surface of that particular tree. Number four, you will begin to observe dryness. The tree will begin to dry up and you begin to see wood instead of the actual tree that you expected to see. And number five, you will observe fewer leaves. Leaves that you will see on that tree will not be like a tree that you expect to bear fruit. Now, you might begin to ask yourself, okay, yes, the tree is dying. So what is the solution? To many agriculturists, they will say the solution will be to add more water or to mulch or to use fertilizer or to prune. I want to bring us back to what we already know. Even when you have done all these things, and there is no light. That plant will not survive. Why? Because without light, the plant cannot make its food. And if the plant cannot make its food, it will not be able to nourish itself. And also we know that light is a source of life for plants. In making food, they also make oxygen. And without oxygen, the plant will not live or survive. Praise the Lord. Let us still go back to the same first scripture we read today, Isaiah 60, from verse 1 to 5. 
Verse 1. He said, Arise, shine, for thy light is come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. I want you to personalize that scripture. The word arise is a command. And shine is a command. The Lord Jesus is speaking to someone this particular hour. He says, arise. And he commands you to shine. Whether you like it or not. Rise up from that situation. And begin to shine in Jesus name. Verse 2. He said, for behold. The darkness shall cover the earth and gross darkness the people. That's the word of God. Whether you like it or not, it's true. It's happening. But the Lord shall arise upon thee and his glory shall be seen upon thee. That is the prophecy of God concerning you and I. Nothing can change it. Verse 3. And the Gentiles shall come to thy light. And kings to the brightness of thy rising. <laughs> so, whether you like it, you will rise from today in Jesus' name. If you have not understood this scripture before, God will speak to you the way that you will rise and shine. Verse 4. Say, lift up thy eyes about and see, all they gather themselves together. They come to thee. Thy sons shall come from far. And thy daughters shall be nursed at thy side. This is a prophecy. And verse 5. Then thou shalt see and flow together. And thy heart shall fear and be enlarged. Because the abundance of the sea shall be converted unto thee. The forces of the Gentiles shall come unto thee. Praise the Lord. I want us to arise now and pray. Micah chapter 7 verse 8. Rejoice not against me, O my enemy. When I fall, I shall arise. When I sit in darkness, the Lord shall be a light unto me. God has commanded you to arise. I want you to call upon the Lord. And tell the Father, make me to begin to shine. Make me to begin to shine. Make me begin to shine. I will not be let low by that burden anymore. Make me to begin to shine. Make me to begin to shine. Father, make me to begin to shine. 
in my ministry make me to begin to shine. In my job, make me to begin to shine. As a father, make me to begin to shine. As a mother, make me to begin to shine. As a son, make me to begin to shine. As a daughter, make me to begin to shine. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Somebody was once found in a confused state. Acts chapter 9 verse 6. We remember the story of uh, Apostle Paul. Paul had found himself cornered and broken. And he trembling and astonished said, Lord, what will thou have me to do? And the Lord said unto him, Arise and go into the city, and it shall be told thee what thou must do. The word arise comes again. I don't know where you have found yourself. And it looks as if this is the end of the world. I don't know whether you have experienced a form of attack or situation that it looks this is the end. I don't want to tell stories, but I remember my father calling me one day. And I came in. I came into the parlor. He said, sit down. I sat down. And he gently told me, do you know I cannot see you? Yes, I was shocked. I couldn't believe that. My dad said, do you know? I said, what happened? He said, he suddenly became blind. But I smiled. And I thank God there was a brother around. We held and we prayed. And the truth remains that God never fails. Before you know it, he said, yes, I can see. You look like a tree to me. No, he said that. And so, yes, it's becoming clearer. Somebody will discover something this night that will turn his life around for good. Apostle Paul was trembling. Hey, I am blind. What has happened to me? But that was not his destiny. I want you to open your mouth and say, Father, remember me. In that particular position, in that particular situation, that you are seeing yourself, but that is not where you ought to be. Just like Jesus remembered Paul. And sent somebody to make his eyesight return. Lord, remember me and send me your presence that will turn my darkness into light that will make me to conceive and begin to see you. Open your mouth and say, Father, remember me. Let my sight return in the name of Jesus. Father, make my sight to return back in the name of Jesus. Let me begin to understand the way you have planned my life to move in the name of Jesus.
In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. There's something you can do for the Lord. Please, stop sitting idle in the church. Discover a need and make yourself available. For it is as you depend on the strength and power of the Holy Spirit that he will manifest to you. There is a prophecy concerning your rising and shining. Like I said, you, somebody's time has come. I want you to key into it. And you will begin to laugh like never before in Jesus' name. I want us to make another prayer. We're going to pray like this. Father, today, fulfill your word in my life. Cause kings to begin to come to the brightness of my rising. Cause kings to begin to come to the brightness of my rising. Father, from today, fulfill your word in my life. Cause kings to begin to come to the brightness of my rising. Prayer in the name of Jesus. From today, from this hour, Lord, fulfill your word in my life. Cause kings to begin to come to the brightness of my rising. In the name of Jesus. My child, Father, as I begin to shine, cause kings, cause rulers, cause government officials to begin to come just because they'll begin to see the light that you have shown upon my life. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. We're going to pray like this again. Father, cause all that belongs to me by birthright to begin to come to me which includes the riches of the Gentiles. Cause all that belongs to me by birthright. Good health belongs to you and I by birthright. Long life belongs to you and I by birthright. The best of the best belongs to you and I by birthright. Father, only you can do this. Amidst the darkness that surrounds, let your light cause all that belongs to me to begin to locate me in the name of Jesus. Jesus. In the name of Jesus, everything that you have blessed me with, Lord, cause all to begin to come upon me. In the name of Jesus, begin to show forth. In the name of Jesus, as I am rising, as I am shining, let your light begin to attract it. Let your light begin to bring it. Let your light begin to cause it to happen. In the name of Jesus, let your light begin to make it happen. In the name of Jesus. 
In Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. Zechariah chapter 1, I read verse 21. Then said I, what come these to do? And he spake, saying, these are the horns which have scattered Judah, so that no man did lift up his head. But these are come to fray them to cast out the horns of the Gentiles which lifted up their horn over the land of Judah to scatter it. Whether you like it or not, powers exist. Principalities, wickedness in high places, middle places, low places, whether you like it or not, they exist. And we are not ignorant of it. The Bible has informed us of it. I want us to open our mouth like soldiers. Every power or forces that have gathered to scatter the divine plan of God for our lives. Father, let your light shine. Every power or powers they have gathered to scatter the divine plan of God for my life, for your life. Father, let your light manifest and put them into confusion. Let them begin to run. Let them scatter. Let them scamper. Let them flee. In the name of Jesus, Lord, let your light manifest in our lives and scatter the evil works of the enemy itself. Oh Lord, melt away every darkness. Melt away every evil presence. Scatter the powers that have gathered against my destiny in the name of Jesus Father arise let my enemies be scattered in the name of Jesus every unproductiveness you are an enemy of God Scatter in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Disgrace them. Expose them. Let your light expose them. Disgrace them. Father, because you have called us to have dominion, to be in control, let your light cause them to flee. Because we are the children of light and we are not of this world. And we have come to take a position. Every gang up, every evil power against the divine plan of God for our lives. Scatter in the name of Jesus. 
In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. I read James chapter 4, verse 1 to 4. It says, From whence come wars and fightings among you? Come they not hence, even of your lust that war in your members. Verse 2, ye lust and have not. Ye kill and desire to have and cannot obtain. Ye fight and war, yet ye have not because ye ask not. Verse 3, ye ask and receive not because ye ask amiss that ye may consume it upon your lusts. Verse 4, ye adulterers and adulteresses, ye know ye not that the friendship of the world is enmity with God? Whosoever therefore will be a friend of the world is the enemy of God. Bathsheba. And we're going to pray like this. Father, prepare the soil of my heart for your glory and kingdom. Help me to come to you in true humility, brokenness, and contriteness of heart. I want you to pray this prayer with all your heart. Prepare the soil of my heart for your glory and kingdom. Because God is planting. God is planting. God is planting. He's planting gifts now. He's planting gifts now. And he's preparing hearts. He's preparing hearts. For his glory. For his kingdom. Father. Prepare the soil of my own heart. In the name of Jesus. Break me down, not your me. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. I take another prayer. Genesis. 13 verse 17 it says Genesis 13 verse 17 Arise walk through the land in the length of it and in the breadth of it for I will give it unto thee He says again arise he commands us arise I want you to gather yourself knowing that God is commanding you to wake up. Wake up and begin to understand the breadth, the wheat, the situation. Begin to understand it. How to go about it. It takes planning, it takes prayer. But the Lord has promised, I will give it to D. I want you to pray, Father, give me understanding concerning this land and others of your choice and back me up. Father, give me understanding concerning this land and others of your choice with your backing. Prayer in the name of Jesus. Give me understanding concerning this land and others of your choice. In the name of Jesus. Everything I need to know, Lord, concerning your ministry in this land, 
and other lands, Lord. Give me understanding in the name of Jesus. My people's In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Genesis chapter 21, verse 18 again. He said, Arise, <laughs> lift up the lad and hold him in thy hand. Speaking to Haggai. For I will make him a great nation. Arise, lift up the lad. And hold him in thy hand. I don't know that thing that you feel is dying in your hand. You feel it's no longer working. You feel it's no longer productive. I want you to lift it before the Lord. And speak to it. Father, your word says that you are going to make it possible. You're going to make it good. You're going to make it great. I don't know that thing that looks as if yeah, it's, it's, it's about to die. It's no longer working. Father, call the name of that thing. Let there be a turnaround from dying to living. Let this business begin to work. Let this situation turn around for good. I lift it before you, Father, at this hour. In the name of Jesus, is it unemployment? Is it debt? Is it a health challenge? Father, that case of fibroid, I lift it before you. Divine excavation of that fibroid. Be uprooted in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Amen. One more prayer. And this has to do with a man that was born blind. We know the case of blind Bartimaeus. If you look at the book of Luke chapter 18 from verse 36. Jesus was passing to go into Jericho. And the multitude were rushing. Some were saying who is that Jesus? Some were saying, is it really true that he is a man of miracles? Some were saying, I don't like his face. Some were saying, let's go and find out if he is really true. Some were saying all manner of things. But there was this man sitting by the road Everybody had forgotten him. He had become a nobody. He was rejected by his family, by his friends. And he heard the multitude 
saying all manner of things. And he asked, what is happening? And they said, Jesus of Nazareth is passing. I want you to begin to prepare your heart. He will not pass me by this moment. Jesus was passing. I said, hey, Jesus, I have heard something about that Jesus. And he started shouting. But before he started shouting, this is a blind man that did not know his left or right. He jumped up. He arose. And he started looking for Jesus. Can I find somebody like that this morning? Somebody that will rise up. Notwithstanding that you don't know where you're going or what you want to do. And cry out to God. Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy upon me. Have mercy upon me. Have mercy upon me. It's just the mercy of God. It's just the mercy of God. And the Bible records that Jesus stood and beckoned, commanded his disciples, bring him to me. And said, what do you want me to do for you? And he opened his mouth and said, I want to see. I want you to speak out to the Lord that which you want the Lord to do for you. Father, make me begin to live as you truly created me. My label super Maria Gabote. In the name of Jesus. Have mercy upon me. Have mercy upon me. Have mercy upon me. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Somebody say, thank you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. Praise the God. Praise the Lord as we welcome Pastor Dennis. Let's be seated in his presence briefly. Shortly, we shall be rising up to pray. The Bible is speaking in Matthew 25, verse 6. But at midnight, there was a cry made. Behold, the bridegroom comment, go ye out and meet him. We are in a very sensitive time of this vigil. It is midnight. It is a time where God releases all that he has ordained for us. We have been blessed tonight. Put your hands together for Jesus. And let's be sensitive. Hallelujah. Amen. Before we rise up to pray, very shortly, the scripture that was given to us for this very vigil is Isaiah 60 verse 1. That is the theme of this vigil. Now, if you read that verse 1 again, I'm going to anchor there. There are four elements that were mentioned in that scripture. By the grace of God, my brethren have dealt extensively on the first two elements. And I'm going to be touching on the remaining two elements. As I was asking him, Father, where do I concentrate on? He told me, concentrate on these. And he has proven himself. Hallelujah. Arise, shine, for thy light is come. 
and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. The first is arise. Second one is shining. Why? Number three, because thy light is come. And number four, thy glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. So, your rising and shining is simply an answer to the coming of the light of God and the release of the glory upon you. So, the glory and the light is foundational to your rising and shining. When the glory is missing, rising and shining is not available. When the glory is not in place, you cannot experience rising and shining. That is why in the book of 1 Samuel chapter 4, verse 21, the Bible said, when the ark of God was taken away, it was declared, Ichabod, the glory has departed. And it was the greatest defeat that Israel ever saw. They ran away from the Philistines. The reason why you have been running away is because the glory has been missing. The reason why you have not been shining is because the glory is not there in place. Are you hearing what I'm saying tonight? The reason why you have not been shining is because the glory is gone. Ichabod had answered in your life. But tonight, there shall be the restoration of the glory of God in your life. Tonight, there shall be the restoration of the glory of God in your life. In the name of Jesus Christ. If you believe that, rise up on your feet. You are going to be decreeing. That glory of God that has left my life be restored tonight. Begin to decree now the glory of my father that has departed. I command total restoration. Rakota paranos ezanozoa that departed glory come back now. Let him hear your voice. I told you at midnight. Matthew 25, 25, 6. That departed glory fall back into my life now. I call you back. I receive my lost glory. Make sure you are praying. I receive my lost glory. Let the Lord hear your voice. Say it. The glory of God. Breakthrough in my life now. Appear in my life now. The glory of God appear in my life. Latus Ikabala. Any part of my life that have answered a cabot. I declare total restoration. Let the Lord hear your voice. Any part of my life that have answered a cabot. I command restoration now. I command restoration now. I command restoration. 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 In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Say after me, every attacker of the glory of God in my life. You are not saying it like you mean it. There are enemies. Whether you like it or not. If you like, believe it. If you don't like don't believe it, but I tell you there are enemies. The Bible said, while men slept, the enemy came. Every attacker of the glory of God in my life, 
die by fire. In the name of Jesus. Now open your mouth, begin to pray. Begin to pray. The Bible said, the year that King Uzziah died, Isaiah saw the Lord. There are some attackers that must die for you to see the glory. Every attacker of the glory of God in my life, I command you, die by fire. You cannot stop me from seeing the glory anymore. The year that King Uzziah died, Isaiah saw the Lord. That power that has been stopping me from seeing the glory of the Lord. What are you waiting for? Die by fire, by thunder, by fire. In the name of Jesus, Latu Eke Pragabanane, Zobrege Daya. Every Kung Uzziah that has been stopping my glory, your time has come. Your time has come. Die in the name of Jesus. You will not see the blink of the day anymore. La Pake Lamaya. The King Uzziah can be lost of the flesh. It can be lying. It can be ungodly lifestyle. It can be anything that is stopping you from serving God. It must die tonight. It must give way tonight. It must give way tonight. It is giving way. It is giving way. The King Uzziah can be that thing you have been crying unto God for. You have not seen it and so you are not encouraged. He said, the Lord will perform his goodness in your life that your joy might be full. Every King Uzziah, everything contending the glory of God in my life, I command you, break in pieces and be destroyed, and be destroyed, and be destroyed, and be destroyed. Every attacker of the glory of God in my life, destroyed by fire. Makote Pala, you will never be able to rob the glory of God of my life anymore. My life shall be manifesting God's glory 24-7. There will be no dumb moment, no low moment in my life anymore. I am rising because the glory is replaced. My father and my God, my father and my God, I decree destruction against every satanic forces launching attack against my glory, against my light, against my glory, against my light, against the glory of my family, against our light. In the name of Jesus, be destroyed, 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 without remedy. Betakota, Ezambrade, Zahayaka, Zablegeya, Ekobalanea, Madebregeda, Makebraga, Maregabrogaya, Otebragaya, in Jesus' mighty name. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we are praying. You are going to be decreeing, Oh God, preserve your glory in my life from today. Lift up your hands and say, Lord, as you endure me with your fresh glory, preserve your glory in my family. I will not lose my glory anymore. As you endure me with your fresh power, with your light, preserve my, your glory in my life. In the work of my hands, preserve your glory. In my marriage, preserve your Make sure you are praying. In my academics, preserve your glory. In my household, preserve your glory. In this church, in the bread of life, Lord, preserve your glory. Except the Lord wash over the city. 
the watchmen, they wicked but in vain. Except he built the house. The builders, they build, they walk in vain. Only the God of heaven can preserve our glory. My father, my father, preserve your glory in my life, in this church, in my family. Preserve your glory in my marriage. Preserve your glory round about me. 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 Preserve your glory in my life, in my ministry. Let it manifest as it manifests. Preserve it, Lord. Preserve it, Lord. Preserve it, Lord. Preserve it, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. In Matthew chapter 2, verse 1 and 2, we are going to pray this prayer in another dimension. The glory of God, when it is revealed in your life, makes you a star. And your star appears in the heavens. And you begin to shine and rule over the earth. Because the Bible said, the earth he has given to the sons of men to have dominion. So, as a star manifesting the glory of God, you are supposed to shine around the earth. But we are going to be blinding the eyes of the wicked from seeing our star. In Matthew chapter 1, chapter 2, verse 1 to 3, the star of Jesus appeared when he showed up in glory on earth. The wise men saw it. And they unfortunately entered the house of Aaron. You saw, you know what happened. You are going to be decreeing now. Let my star be too hot for the enemy to behold. You see, it's not everybody that, you cannot look at the sun for too long. You will come out of it blind. You don't need anybody to warn you. You are going to decree, my star be too hot for the enemy to behold. In the name of Jesus Christ. Every herald that want to behold my star in order to terminate my destiny, I decree my glory be too hot for them to behold. The glory of my children be too hot for the enemy to behold. My star be too hot for the enemy to behold. My star, my star, the glory of God upon my life be too hard for the enemy to handle. The glory and the star of the bread of life be too hard for the enemy to handle. Hey, my father, every error that is conspiring to cause havoc to my destiny because they have seen my star, Lord, arise in judgment against them. Every error of the past, of the present, of the future, that want to terminate my destiny because they have seen my star, that want to terminate the destiny of my children, of my wife, because they have seen my star, receive fire. Receive fire. Be consumed. You will not make it. You will not make it. By fire, by force, I contend you in the name of Jesus. You will never be able to stop our stars. We will shine. We will shine. Nothing can stop us. Every star killers, every star terminators, I terminate you tonight. 
In the name of Jesus, you will never be able to stop us. In Kapande Golama, you tried to stop Jesus when you stole his star. But you failed woefully. He said, I will give men for your sake. I will give Ethiopia cause for thy ransom. You will only kill men for my sake. You cannot touch me. You cannot touch my household. Neither can you touch anyone in the bread of life. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, my father. Thank you, my father. Thank you, my father. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. You are going to be decreeing vengeance against every mockers of your destiny. Join me to read Matthew chapter 2, verse 16. Hey! Gazu bregada, ate brege ite makadua. Zene zozoa. Thank you, Father. Matthew 2, 16. Then, Herod, when he saw that he was mocked of the wise men, was exceedingly wroth and sent forth and slew all the children that were in Bethlehem and in all the coasts thereof from two years old and under, according to the time which he had diligently inquired of the wise men. There are mockers of destiny. Yes, they mocked Herod. But there are some wise men that you encounter. They just mock your destiny. They prove to you that they are wise. They play smartness with you and they mock and mess you up. Spiritually and physically. It will not be your portion in the name of Jesus. When Herod saw that the wise men had mocked him, he reacted and he destroyed. Ah, you are going to pray now. Whatsoever is mocking my destiny, it can be barrenness. It can be joblessness. It can be sickness. It can be failure. It can be frustration. It can be marital crisis. It can be anything. It can even be financial crisis. Whatsoever it is that is mocking your destiny, the end has come to it. Open your mouth, begin to decree. Every mocker of my destiny, I command you, pack your load and go. By fire, by force. By fire, by force. Whatsoever is mocking my marital destiny, mocking my prophetic destiny, mocking my ministry, mocking my financial destiny, what are you waiting for? I come against you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I command you to be crushed. You will not mock my destiny. Never ever again. You cannot mock the destiny of my children. You will not mock the destiny of my wife. I say, pack your load, go to the abyss and be destroyed forever. Every satanic mockers, spiritual mockers, the Bible said those children came out and they mocked Elijah. Barhead, barhead, look at you, barhead. Elijah turned around and said, you are dead. And the bear came out and ate them up. Maku Praganaya, whatsoever is mocking my head, mocking my destiny, mocking my family. I command the bear of heaven to descend against you with ravishing power. Be crushed in the name of Jesus. You will not mock my destiny. Thank you, my father. In Jesus' mighty name. Because of time element, I'm going to take one or two more prayers. Thank you, Lord Jesus. There are Power that are called star hunters. 
they hunt your star. And as they locate it, they go ahead to stop press buttons on you. God will open our eyes. They hunt stars. Okay, that man, let me look at his star. Oh, he has a shiny star. They will trace it to the past, trace it to the future, and they will say, ah, the future is too bright, oh, let us stop it now. And they will begin to manipulate even before you get to the future. Stargazers, spiritual stargazers. We are going to terminate them now. They are not physical. They are not human beings. So when we are praying for God to terminate, they don't think you are killing somebody. They are principalities and power. You are going to decree every stargazers, star hunters that is haunting my destiny into the past, into the present, into the future, in order to stop me, even the destiny of my children. I command destruction by fire in the name of Jesus. All star hunters in the dark, I say be put to shame tonight. Be destroyed by fire. Be destroyed by fire. Be shattered forever. Every star hunter that is haunting the stars of my children, I command you, I command you, go down in the name of Jesus. Bible said when they came to Jesus, and he said, I am he whom you seek. They fell down before him. They fell backwards. Because the power was released. As we speak the word tonight. You star hunters. You are going down now. By the power in the name of Jesus. Go down by fire. Go down by fire. In the mighty name of Jesus. You cannot terminate my destiny. You cannot terminate the destinies of my family. Neither can you terminate the destiny of the bread of life. We will shine. Our star will go forward. Nothing shall stop us. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Can I still take about five minutes more? Hallelujah. You are going to be losing yourself. See, when Lazarus came off from the grave, came off from the grave, Though he was alive, but there was a requirement for him to be loosed. And Jesus said, loose him and let him go. So, except there is a loosening, you might not go. He said, loose him so that he can go. There is a place you want to step into, but you are not able to step into it because there is a bound of wickedness surrounding. Even though you have the life of Christ. What the what a pity. What, what a pity. You are going to be losing yourself from every shackles of the enemy that is holding you. Some of them are from foundation. Ancestral. Maybe because of our old worship. Every shackles of wickedness that is holding me down. I lose you from my life now. From my legs. You cannot stop me anymore. Every shackle of barrenness. Shackles of limitation. Shackles of sickness, shackles of failure, shackles of disappointment, shackles of fear, shackles of death, near success syndrome. I command you, be loose from my life. You will not stop me anymore. I break loose. I break loose. Jesus has said for me to be loose so that 
can go. As I am loose tonight, I am going forward. I am going forward. Prakadaya. I am loosed. I am loosed. I am loosed. My family is loosed. I loose my household roundabout. In the name of Jesus. I lose myself. I lose my family. I command anyone bound here, be loosed. Be loosed. Matthew 18, 18. Whatsoever you shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. And everything I dare to lose on earth shall be loose in heaven. I therefore decree everyone present in this gathering. Whatsoever has been tying you down, you are loose tonight. You are loose tonight. You are loose tonight. You are loose forever. You are loose forever. You are loose in the name of Jesus. You are loose in your body. You are loose spiritually. Every areas of your life. You are loose in the name of Jesus. I am loose my father. We are loose and set free. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you father. For loosening us. In Jesus mighty name. We are praying. As we begin to round up, now we have broken all these chains. We have terminated the oppressors. We are free at last. But you need to declare that you are entering your next level. Bible said, decree it therefore that thou mayest be justified. Moses said to them, he said, why are you crying to me? Say to the people that they what? They go forward. You are going to be saying, now I am free. I step into my high place. Throughout this year, my legs shall walk my high places. I will not see limitation this year. Spiritually, I shall be walking my high places. I am crossing over. I am walking into my high places. In the name of Jesus, every area of my life, I am entering into my high places. I am going to be testifying. I shall be testifying in this house of the goodness of God in the life of my wife, in the life of my children. In my life, every part of our lives, we shall be advancing into our high places. We are moving forward. We are moving forward. Everyone present here tonight, we are moving forward by the authority in the name of Jesus. We advance. We advance. Nothing is stopping me anymore. I cannot be stopped. I am advancing in the name of the Lord. I am advancing in the name of the Lord. I am advancing in the name of the Lord. I take my step. I take my place in that high place. No more limitation. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Finally, Lord, I clothe myself with the tongues of fire. My family with the tongues of fire. No go area for the enemy anymore. My job is clothed with the tongues of fire. Makote palama. My children clothed. Even my ministry is clothed with the tongues of fire. The fire of the Holy Ghost round about me. As I go forth, it shall be fire. Bible said, Holy Spirit, when you came down, you came with the tongues of fire. You came with a mighty rushing wind. Even though we are not seeing them physically, I know they are still available with us. Let it manifest full flesh. Let the tongues of fire Become clothing tongues of fire around about me. And my household, we go as fire. The Bible said, 
and the sons of Jacob shall become fire. And the sons of Joseph shall become flame of fire. They shall become flame of fire. And they shall kindle against the sons of Esau. My father, my father, I become fire. Thank you, Father. Give God praise. Give him thanks for answers to all these prayers. Because you are set up for your lifting already. You are set up for your lifting already. Thank you, my Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Praise the Lord. I'm so glad that Jesus set me free. I'm so glad that Jesus set me free. I'm so glad that Jesus set me free. I'm singing glory, hallelujah. Jesus set me free. I'm so glad that Jesus set me free. I'm so glad that Jesus set me free. I'm so glad that Jesus set me free. I'm singing glory, hallelujah. Jesus set me free. The devil had me bound, but Jesus set me free. The devil had me bound, but Jesus set me free. we celebrate. Father, we thank you. Father, we bless you. We worship your name. You are great. You are mighty. You are awesome. Father, you have been so merciful to us tonight. We are so grateful that we have been in your presence, God. Father, we thank you for the blood that has washed us tonight, that is covering each one of us tonight. Father, we thank you for the cloth of fire that you are giving each one of us tonight, Lord. As we walk out of this place, Lord, we know your fire will be upon our lives, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, because of your faithfulness. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Two minutes, sit down. Then we will pray for those that have got special needs. Hallelujah. How many are blessed? How many are blessed? Some people are sleeping. Even that sleep is a blessing. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. The book of Ruth. Chapter 1, verse 16. But Ruth replied, don't ask me to leave you and turn back. Wherever you go, I will go. Wherever you live, I will live. Your people will be my people and your God will be my God. Wherever you die, I will die. There I will be buried. May the Lord punish me severely if I allow anything but death to separate us. 
When Naomi saw that Ruth was determined to go with her, she said nothing more. Learn to say bye-bye. Learn to say bye-bye. Ruth decided to say bye-bye to her people. And she left. Ruth decided to bid farewell to her people and she left. Her life never remained the same again. Her life never remained the same again. Oprah, Oprah wanted to remain with her people. That was the last time her name was heard. Today, if you trace the genealogy of Jesus Christ, you will see Ruth there. Praise the Lord. Because she learned to say bye-bye. There are many things that we need to say bye-bye to so that our destiny may, may be sure. For as long as you continue meditating over the past, you will never see your future. Bible says, one thing I do, forgetting the past and looking forward unto Christ. Praise the Lord. If you learn to forget the past and look ahead unto Christ, who is the author of our salvation, you'll always see your destiny opening before your very naked eyes. That is the message of arise and shine. You don't look back. Expectantly look unto Jesus. As we stand up, we'd like just to invite those who would like to share their prayer needs with brethren to pray with them. We'll come and line up here. And I will invite those who have ministered to us this evening, plus the elders, to come and join the brethren in prayer. Let's stand up. If there is something you want to join in prayer with somebody, there will be brethren standing ahead of us here to pray along with us and to join us in our prayer. If you could move fast because time is running out. If there is nothing, there's now nobody we can still play together. One person is coming. I'm so glad that Jesus set me free. I'm so glad that Jesus set me free. I'm so glad that Jesus set me free. I'm singing glory, hallelujah. Jesus set me free. I'm so glad that Jesus set me free. I'm so glad that Jesus set me free. I'm so glad that Jesus set me free. I'm singing glory, hallelujah. Jesus set me free. Set me free. I'm so glad 
Let's put our hand together for Jesus. We all know now that we are in the month of March, the month of restoration. Every death situation in our life shall be resurrected in Jesus' name. Is it your marriage? Is it your career? Is it your finances? Or is it an organ in your body that is dead? God will resurrect all in Jesus' name. In this month of March, you will march to your glory in Jesus' name. You will march to your success in the mighty name of Jesus. You will march to your testimony in Jesus' name. And you will pursue. And you will overtake in the mighty name of Jesus. Everything that devil has taken away from you, right from the beginning of this year, you will pursue and overtake and capture in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we bless your name. We glorify you. This is another wonderful night here. Testimony shall follow in Jesus' name. Lord, we commit everyone you have used for tonight's program. Lord, that you will renew the anointing in their life in the mighty name of Jesus. And every prayer that you have answered this night, Lord, testimony shall follow in Jesus' name. And every battle you have won for us shall never rise up again in Jesus' name. Blessed be your holy name. I pray and I decree... As we go into the month of March, new things will begin to march into our life in the mighty name of Jesus. Blessed be your holy name. Thank you, everlasting Father. Concerning this afternoon's program, uh, service, Lord, we pray and we decree that your presence, your glory will shine over the service in Jesus' name. And as we are binding on this earth, it shall be established in heaven in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, take control. Let your name be glorified. As we go to our different homes, homes, Father, we pray that you will go ahead of us in Jesus' name. Lord, you know our heart desire. Whatever is our heart desire, Lord, you will perfect it in Jesus' name. And when we come back here this afternoon, your name shall be glorified. And your name shall be honored. Blessed be your holy name. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Let us share the grace together in fellowship of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, God's goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our life and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen.